Garfiri Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit in Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I am your other host, Jeremy Disher, and I am on remote today. Yep, so Jeremy sounds absolutely messed up, or, oh, hopefully, maybe I don't, do I sound messed up? How do I sound on my end? Do I sound okay? Because you're actually recording, so whatever you get, I mean, it's gold. Yeah, you sound fine. <laughs> okay. All right, you're you're breaking up. You sound like Max Hedrum on my end, but that's okay. okay. Uh, I'm going to roll with it for this episode. You're on vacation. You're gone. Uh, you're out of the. Where are you? You're in North Korea. Where are you? I'm in North Korea, and I'm currently working on a nuclear program. Oh, fantastic! Hopefully, they're paying you well. I hear North Korea pays in gold. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, North Korean gold, man. Golden showers. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> golden showers, I'm sure. All right, faders, as you know, Got Fit in Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan and the motherfucking news. That's right, and this is episode number 710. That's right, 710. Soon will be episode number 800. Uh, actually, the way we're rolling, that might be kind of soon. What, two episodes a week sometimes? Are you coming to Fukuoka for episode 800? Yeah. <laughs> Bring Tom. Of course. Yeah. Oh, Tom. I I don't know if that guy has a job right now. Hopefully he does. Hopefully he's doing better. You know, I saw him the other day. He's, he looked okay. Hopefully he's doing great. We we wish him the best. Um, okay, faders. Uh I gotta tell you, man. Faders, uh, all right. Jeremy's on vacation. I'm not. I've been working like a motherfucking dog for the last couple of weeks. I've got so many projects that I'm working on. I've got so many people giving me so much work that it's absolutely ridiculous. And it's, I'm just, I'm just over my head, man. And I'm over my head. I'm drowning. I'm so busy and I'm stressed. And, and I'm doing like almost pro, two pro bono projects for, for these two companies that begged me to do some work for them. They begged me to do some work. They begged me to do some work for them. And so I'm working for them and, and they're giving me shit every step along the way. Every step along the way, dude, it is absolutely horrific. I'm like this close from quitting both these projects. And, and if I do that, life is going to be good. But just for my reputation, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking because I said I'd do it. You know, I live by my word. I mean, when you're a fader, you got to live by the word. And um, yeah, oh man, it's, it's stressful. I got this fucking artist that's threatening to sue me because he wants to be in my art exhibition. I want to be in your art exhibition with a big wall or I'm going to sue you because I'm a lawyer. Oh God, dude, it's just stress upon stress upon stress. And after a long day of just meetings, this, that, and the other thing, I come home and my wife, she's sick. She's not feeling well. She's in a bad mood, puts me in a bad mood, actually an even worse mood. And on the way of coming here, I was on the train and, and these fucking... 
tourists. Uh, I could give more information about these tourists, but I'm not. But these two tourists, very big people, very, very big, heavy set, large people that love to wear pink. Uh, yeah, they, they, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. They were not nice in the train. They're saying, oh God, look at this tourist. Everywhere I go in Japan, there's tour. It, it's funny when a tourist calls me a tourist because yes, I look like a tourist, but I've been in Japan for almost 25 years. Half my life I've been in Japan. I'll forever be a tourist. But there was just, it just, I was already in a bad mood, put me in another mood. I'm being quiet. I'm being a gentleman. I'm not saying anything, but I'm holding it in. I'm holding all this stress, all this pressure in. I come home. I've got more pressure. I try to use my computer. My computer's giving me the big fuck you. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm at the end of the rope. End of the rope, faders. There's nothing else I can do except for sit back open up a couple of beers, a couple of drinks. Actually, these are highballs and get faded with you. And you know what? After our first couple of drinks and having a conversation with my boy, Jeremy, I feel so much better, man. Got faded Japan, dude. We relieve the stress. So if you're feeling bad, if you got a lot of stress, if you got a job that just kicks you in the fucking pussy balls every single day, you got a boss that sucks, you're dealing with tourists or something, or maybe neighbors, or maybe you got a wife or a husband, or maybe a dog that wants to bite you or some shit. I don't fucking know. But if you got a lot of stress going on and stuff, just just crack open a couple of beers, a couple crack open, a, pour yourself a heavy drink, and and just sit back. And listen to Got Fitted Japan because we know we're just like you. We're just a couple of average Joes and, and we have trouble just like the rest of them. And you know what? There's nothing better than having a couple of drinks and just chilling with your boys. And when you're drinking, wherever you listen to this podcast, when you're drinking, you're actually hanging out with us, man. You're here with us in spirit. We're with you in spirit, man. So if you're having a bad day today, man, fucking I feel you, dude. I feel you fucking strong, man. I'm having the worst fucking day. I don't cry. That's one thing I don't do. But if I did, if I did cry, man. I would be whining like a little bitch right now. Niagara Falls come out of my bun bun, dude. I'd be going fucking nutty, dude. Oh, man. Damn. But I feel so much better now, man. I had a drink, hanging out with Jeremy, and I'm hanging out with you. Got fit in Japan, dude. Washing away the blues with booze. By the way, what do you see you're drinking over there? Some highballs? Water. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Fire water. Yeah, I got, a, I got a couple of highballs here. I got a... Um, what is this? I think this is the uh, Takara. I got a Takara right here. I got another one in the fridge. And I found this one uh, highball right here. I've seen it around, but I haven't opened it or tried it yet. It's the Craft uh, Highball. And I'm very nervous about uh, drinks that call themselves craft. Like if you go to a bar that says craft beer, well, maybe it's good. Maybe it's not because real craft bars don't say craft bars, right? Or if a beer says craft beer on the can, you're like, well... Is it a craft beer if it says craft beer on the can? So I don't know. This is this here is a craft highball and it's by boo, 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 boo. I think it's by Centauri. I don't know. Wait, no, it doesn't say. Centauri's pretty I think maybe that's the company. It might be a Centauri. I don't know. I can't read this kanji. Can you read this kanji? What does that say? It says uh you're a goddamn tourist. God damn it, I am a tourist. My kanji sucks. All right, well, I'm gonna open this. I got this one already cracked open, but Oh, that's that's a good start. You hear that? That's a very, very healthy crack. Okay. Hi, Kampai Faders. So all you guys that's drinking responsibly with us, Kampai. Jeremy, Kampai. Kampai, buddy. And I am drinking, since you asked, I'm drinking Asahi Super Dry. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Oh, this craft uh, highball tastes terrible. Tastes like water. Really? Tastes like water. 
Yep. Tastes like water. Budweiser has more bit. flavor. Huh? Take it up a little bit. Stir it around. No, it's carbonated. Ah, fuck. No, no. This this tastes like water. It's like, wait, is this non-alcoholic? No, it's 5%, which is kind of low for a highball in Japan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, it's light. It's super light. If you if you like a light taste highball, and I don't, I love tasting the soda. I love tasting the whiskey. So, yeah, this right here, not the way to go. But if you like light drinks, this is good. Not for me. Trading off. So uh, you're drinking Asahi Super Dry. And uh, Jeremy, uh, you know, I already talked about my day. It sucked. But uh, let's talk about your day. You're on vacation. Where are you? Disneyland? <laughs> yeah, kind of Disneyland. It's a Disneyland for people who like the ocean. So we went to, we're down in Kuomoto at the moment. We were in Nagasaki earlier. We stayed two wow. in Nagasaki. We're going to stay two days in Kuomoto. We're staying at some nice hotels, except this quote unquote nice hotel doesn't have Wi-Fi in the room. Can you believe that? It's the 21st fucking century. And this hotel doesn't have Wi-Fi in the room. Big room, nice view, great buffet, but no Wi-Fi. Can you believe that shit? You know what? I, I agree that that sucks, but also that's kind of a blessing. You know, if you go on vacation and you're actually having a vacation, maybe it's kind of good to put the phone down. Put the phone down, but you and me, we got a podcast, my friend. And also, I need to stay in touch with my regular job, 724. That's just the way things work in this day and age. But, uh, yeah, today, that. today I got to go uh, dolphin watching. So we hopped onto a boat. Yeah, we hopped onto a boat and sailed out uh, maybe about 20 minutes away from shore. And then uh, just yeah. a couple loops. And then all of a sudden, these giant dolphins started jumping out of the water. Huge pods of them, like 30, 40 dolphins just jumping out of the water, swimming next to the to the boat, like within like reaching distance, you could reach out and touch them. It was great. And you're fishing? No, we're <laughs> fishing. We're just out there watching them, man. Unlike you, I don't kill small animals for pleasure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I only kill small children. All right. <laughs> That's fair because they do deserve it. They do deserve it. They're noisy. They're running around shit. Oh, some of them. Yeah, those little hard baby shoes that oh. kick nuts. Oh God, yeah. Dirty fingernails, hit them. But um, yeah, dude, that's pretty cool, man. So you're dolphin watching. So what were you on? Jet skis or something? Or like a speeder boat or something? What were you on? Were you, were you, were you tubing? Uh, just a regular like a Japanese fisherman boat. And it had like two other people on there with us. And we were just taken out to this uh, to this area about 20 minutes away from shore, like I said. And uh, there's a bunch of dolphins out there. It was really cool. We could check them out and take pictures of them and stuff. It was great. Oh, that's fantastic. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. You know, it, it's really awesome to get out of the big cities. You know, I mean, if you go a couple hours south of Tokyo, you got Izu, which is like beautiful. Izu, it, it almost looks like, you know, the countryside of Vietnam. You know, you've got like these huge mountains kind of sticking out of the ocean that have vegetation all over them and stuff. Yeah. You've got like bonsai trees growing all over the place. It's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's beautiful. And the food's delicious. It's actually the food outside of Tokyo. Everybody loves the food in Tokyo. They're like, oh, the sushi in Tokyo is so great. But if you go to the countryside, dude, the, the sushi there is like three times the size for half the price, man. And the people there, they're like super nice. They, the sushi chefs will actually sit down next to you and start talking to you and drinking Nihonju with you. And you're just like, this is awesome. It's the great. I love going to the countryside of Japan. It's great. It's so beautiful. Yeah, we're stuck out here in the countryside and like we're hopping islands. So we went from like a- really? Yeah, we're hopping islands. There's we're we're in our car, so we drive. There's giant bridges that are like, shit, maybe four hundred feet in the air, and you drive over this enormous bridge, and it goes from island to island, 
and you're driving over the water and then you come down the other side and you're on another island and it's amazing and like you would think like nagasaki's boring and shit but it's not man you go out there fantastic snorkeling we went snorkeling a couple days ago and uh we saw giant like a tropical fish and everything and we were seeing like hard corals and soft corals and amazing like world-class like scuba diving and, and snorkeling out here it's amazing you wouldn't even think about japan when, when it comes to scuba diving and snorkeling and stuff but i'm telling you what when you're here you're on islands and so if you go out to the like a little bit further south like you were talking about izu izu's got great diving they got shipwrecks out there they've got giant um uh moray eels and stuff like that you can take a look at they got tropical fish they got cold water fish it's cool it's a cool mix of both and then down when you come down here where i'm at a little bit more west a little bit more south you're into more tropical uh tropical area so everything is is green there's palm trees there's sandy beaches um there's dolphins there's whales there's there's all kinds of cool 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 sea creatures you can take a look at it's amazing oh wow that's that's really really cool that's really cool man so like i, I got a question all right. So, all right. You and I, we know Japanese pretty well. My reading sucks, but my speaking is fairly decent. And uh, the thing is, it's just like for me, if I go to the countryside, I'm fine. No problem. But a lot of people listening to Got Fit in Japan, you know, they they don't know any Japanese. You know, they're they're all over the world. I mean, we got listeners in Finland. We got listeners in Ecuador. I mean, we got listeners in Russia, you know. So the thing is, like, maybe they know Japanese. Maybe they know a little bit. But if they go to, like, the deep countryside where you're at right now and they want to go from island to island to island, do they need to know Japanese or can they get by with just, like, a little bit of English? I think a little bit of English is fine. A lot of the places that you go to, like resort areas, they have Nowadays, they're, they're trying to get more tourists here in Japan, so they have English menus. And you're not getting mm -hmm. the same kind of gaijin tax that you get in Tokyo. You don't do that down here, man. You don't do that. Yeah, yeah. But they have yeah, that's so big now right now, dude. In Shinjuku. Holy shit, dude. I was in Shinjuku in Kabukicho today doing a little photo shoot, right? And on the speakers, they have warnings on the speakers. They go... Uh, this is a warning. Uh, some places have a foreigner tax. This foreigner tax. So they have like a warning on speakers telling you to be careful because there, there's like a foreigner tax that's not a real tax or whatever. It's crazy, man. I was like, listen, I was like, we were just talking about this. And that was on big speakers in like the, the Kabukicho area. Holy shit. That's crazy, right? <laughs> scam. They're trying to scam. Yeah. But down here, they yeah. don't that shit. they're happy to see you down here, man. But they'll pull out like a a menu that says give you know like just has a couple things on it, it might have like uh i want a beer or it might say i want to have a highball it might say give me two tickets for the dolphin watching or something like that and it's written in english you can get by with english down here it's not a problem so if you come down to, to japan don't just stick in the big cities because they're great but big cities are, everywhere around the world are all the same like new york manhattan uh london dallas austin they're all the same man Get out into the countryside and experience what the real people are like and what the real yeah. people in the country is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I really got to make it down out there to where you're at because, I mean, whenever I have free time, I usually just go north to Niigata. You know, I mean, that's where, like, my family is at, you know, and and I love the mountains up there, you know, and I just, you know, it reminds me of Michigan, too, you know, and I like kind of like going like through like the dead cities that are up there, the little villages that are like all ghost towns. That's kind of cool. So, you know, I, it's it's been a while since I've gone out west, like deep west. I mean, I think the furthest west that I've been in the last couple of years, I think is Osaka. So, yeah, yeah, I really got to make it out there. Yeah, I was in Osaka a few months ago. Osaka is another great place. 
But it, once it. you're talking about big city life, man, it's completely different than countryside. You get a, you go out to the countryside, you're going to deal, you're dealing with small hotels, small chains, you know, and stuff like that. And you can get by I mean, they, they really want you to come up there and they want you to spend your money. So they, they're trying hard to make it, make accommodations for foreigners. So yeah, definitely check it out. Oh man, that's good. That's good to know. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. I should definitely do that. Faders. Yeah. Well, you know where to go actually, you know, for people that are listening to the podcast and watching us on YouTube, can they, can they just contact us on uh, what you call it? Uh, maybe Facebook or something. And then you can give them like a list of recommendations or something, or maybe can you just like write a list of recommendations of places where to go and just like post that or something like you got to go to this place, this place, this place, or like top 10 or something of the West. You're not going to do it. Never mind, faders. Not going to happen. Don't do it. Don't contact us. Fuck it. Forget about it. Whatever you heard right now, that's all you got. That's all you get. Google it, motherfucker. I ain't your your fucking slave. Mm. All right. Well, I killed this highball. Dude, I feel so much better. God, I was so pissed off before the show. Yeah, well, you got you got people who want to. Use, I want a big wall. <laughs> this guy, that guy cracks uh, me up. I'm, I'm going to show you. Oh, <laughs> right, actually, it's a wrong, it's a wrong accent. I'm going to sue you, mate. <laughs> You're going down. Call that a lawyer. This is a lawyer. Oh God, yeah. Oh man. Well, anyway, I feel so much better. Actually. I, what, I did feel better. Now I'm drinking this craft beer or craft highball. You just like, like show him your dick or something because he's Australian. So he's 50% gay, which is fine. We support that. Uh, he's not Australian, but yeah. Still, they're 50% gay, which is fine. We support that. Nothing wrong with that. Ugh. No, 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 no. That's that's enough. I'm gonna. That's enough shit. I'm gonna talk. Oh man, but I feel good, man. I feel good. See, Peters, that, that's all you got to do, man. I mean. It's late at night. I'm sleep deprived. I got a lot of projects. I'm super stressed. I'm at the end of my rope, but I've had a couple of drinks. I'm hanging out with my boys. And then basically right now I feel so much better, so much better, man. So a lot, a lot of people, you know, they get really drunk. They get really pissed off. They're at the end of the rope and shit. They go downtown or someplace, you know, they get in a fight. They cause some trouble. Man, that's not the way to do it. Don't do that. You're going to wind up in got fit in Japan in our news. Just basically hang out with us. Listen to the podcast at home, go to the park, have a couple of drinks. If you're in Japan or wherever you're at and stuff, you know, if, if you're in the countryside, wherever you're at, if it's like in the deep part of like Russia or I don't know, Pakistan or America or Canada, go to a barn or a shack or whatever, turn us up really loud and get really fucking drunk with us. You know, that's, that's what you got to do, man. Don't cause trouble. Causing trouble. Oh man, that just leads to the next day. A hangover and even more trouble. <laughs> you don't want that shit. Hey man, regarding those people who are giving you shit about your pro bono work, uh, those fuckers. You gotta, you gotta say, look, in the pro bono world, you don't get to do like, you know, changes to the art. You ask me to do this for you. You ask me to do the art for you. I'm doing it pro bono. You don't get changes. Now, if they're paying you in your contract or in your agreement, I, I know how it works. Yeah, you gotta. I'm just, doing, I'm telling it to the people who are out there in your contract in your agreement. Yeah. You got to say you get one change. Any other changes that you want to do after that cost more money because it takes more yep. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a big favor. I, I think I'm done with favors. Little guys, I think I'm done with favors. I think I'm beyond favors at this point. <laughs> this guy's oh, Johnny, we really need your help, Johnny. Please. 
Oh my God. What'd you say? All right. Oh, you're fucked. You're so fucked. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, geez. Well, geez. Speaking of being fucked, we've got a lot of news where there's a lot of people who are getting fucked in every which way. Which is fine. <laughs> get into the news. We support that. <laughs> Just don't get AIDS. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, some of these guys are, they're going to get AIDS in prison, dude. Some of these people are definitely going to jail. But um, yeah, uh, on that note, Fader, so we've got some news. So uh, kick back and uh, listen to our uh, sponsors, and we'll see you in a little bit. All right. Peace. Hey, yo, what's up, Faders? Johnny here. You know, I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 and each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yakuin. Come get your party on. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got bit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got bit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you in Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. 
These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good. It looks good. And it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Faders, we are back and we are back with the news. And uh, once again, we got the top five, but Faders, <laughs> uh, we do have the top five, but today's the top six. It's the top six. And uh, yeah, it, we've got what well, we did a top five. We found like five of the best stories. But uh, within the last two hours, a special report came out, and uh, we have to we have to drop this fucking news, dude. We gotta be the first motherfucking ones on the internet to drop this motherfucking news, and it's about a museum, and that's all I'm gonna say. So you gotta watch this show until the very end, or listen to this podcast until the very end to hear about this very unique, horrific museum. In Japan. All right. On that note, uh, I think without further ado, I'm going to start off with like the first article. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. This is very, very, very big news right now. This actually came out, uh, I think, uh, maybe about a week ago. Of course, it came out a week ago. Jesus Christ. All right. Maybe this is pretty strong. All right. This craft highball is pretty, it's kicking my ass. I take it back. It's like, great. It's great. I got Just, me a, it tastes I got like me a, water, but it's fucking strong. I got me oh, a Jim Beam highball here. Mm. Jim Beam, fine bourbon. Here we go. A Japanese convenience store apologizes for putting meatballs in meatball packages. Issues recall. Now, once I read about this total recall, I was very concerned about uh, these meatballs that might not be meatballs because I, if there's something that Johnny loves, it's the meatballs. I love the spaghetti, the meatballs. So anyway, this is a very important article. 
Okay, Peter. So this is big news, big news right now in Japan. So I want you to forget about the China issue, the North Korea conflict that's happening right now, and all the other crazy things that's happening on the colonies of Mars. The meatball recall is indeed a fact, and it's happening immediately. A total recall. As the major true story in the news unfolds, on August 28th, Japanese convenience store chain Family Mart issued a formal apology regarding one of its products. For any company in the food industry, there's nothing more important than customer trust. And so Family Mart wanted to apologize for a big mistake in which packages of meatballs, which were sold to customers, actually contained meatballs. You son of a bitch. In Japanese, the word for meat is niku. Meanwhile, dingo refers to ball-shaped dumpling. Put them together, and there you go. Niku dingo. Niku dingo. Niku dingo. You got the niku dingo. I got the niku dingo in my pants. Cha-cha-cha. Which translates to, quote-unquote, meatball. So if you walk into a family mart and you buy a pack of their Chinese Nikudingo, which wouldn't be surprised when you open the pack and it contains balls of meat, thus meatballs. I I don't know where the problem is so far, but I'm going to continue reading. Did the dingo eat a baby? I don't know. Maybe dango fever, like that, the mosquito virus. I don't know. Let me, let me continue. So, okay, wait. So, some people were left scratching their heads when Family Mart issued a statement that it's recalling a number of packs of those Nico Dingo disco fever that were sold last week because instead of Nico Dingo, they had in fact meatballs inside. Okay which is meatballs. Okay, Family Mart is very apologetic for the inconvenience to its customers and plans to be more specific when selling meatballs in the future. Wait, so it's selling meatballs that were meatballs, Wait, but they're actually Chinese dumplings? Chinese style Nico Dingo. Maybe that's it, maybe because it's Chinese and we're having a problem with China right now. Is that is that what's going on? What's the problem? It says a meatball that's being sold as meatballs and they're taking. There's a total recall of meatballs because they're selling me. <laughs> uh, is this like Coca-Cola selling new Coke? They're like, we're taking all the new Coke back. We're going back to the classic. I'm confused here. Did I misread something? I'm just looking over that, you know, so the, we call this, we call it, you call it family mart. I call it manly fart. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. You know, I bet right now, 7 Eleven, every employee right now in 7 Eleven is just laughing. They're like, dude, you're recalling meatballs for selling meatballs and meatball packets? Dude, of course there's meatballs in the meatball packets. What the fuck's the matter with you? Oh, these guys. Um, you know, I, I think that something's lost in translation or something, but I mean, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. I mean, if you sell meatballs and there's meatballs in the packet, that's true advertising. Maybe, maybe Family Mart is so used to false advertising. I mean, I actually I bought this from 7-Eleven, so I can't. I, I don't know, man. I'm so confused. Is it is it, the, is it maybe that the the picture on the package doesn't look like the actual product? 
Yeah, the, the, I saw the picture on the internet, and it just looked like uh, it looked like meatballs. It okay, looked like but, like but balls of meat that were covered in sauce. Okay, but when you open the package up, does it look exactly like the the picture on the package, or does it look different? Yep. Well, you know, I didn't see it in the stores because there's a total recall. But uh, when I looked at the picture on the uh, what you call it on the uh, internet, it just looked like these balls. But yeah, that was it. <laughs> So you were staring at pictures of balls on the internet and you didn't see the difference. I didn't see that. Well, I do this for Got Fitted Japan. It's called research. Okay. It's called research. This is the shit that I do for you faders. I I go beyond the line. I go into fucking no man's land. I do, I do research that most, most journalists would not do that. That's what makes us professional compared to all those other fucking podcasters. But you know what? We support that. There's nothing wrong with that. But being professional. True. Looking at balls. All right. Hey, I'm going to move on to the next story. Driving instructor arrested for groping a woman during a lesson. Holy shit. Can you imagine that? He grabs her tits and she's swerving all over the road. He's going, let me honk the horn for you, honk, honk. (laughs) You know, I I basically thought that he was going to say something like, you call that a stick shift? Let you let me show you what a real stick shift looks like. You don't have any bundles in there, do you? (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i bet after he did that she really put on the brakes for that driving lesson <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> all right sapporo police in sapporo have arrested a 65 year old man and a driving instructor on suspicion of allegedly sexually molesting a woman in her 20s while she was taking a driving test so he did he grabbed her titties oh. while she was driving man according to the dangerous police, yeah it's very dangerous According to the police, uh, the incident occurred around 2.30 p.m. on August 14th, Hokkaido Broadcasting Corporation reported. During the lesson, the driving, the driving, wait, hold on. During the lesson at the driving school's course in Tohira Ward, the instructor, Shinji Tanaka, that's a bastard right there, Shinji Tanaka, fuck him, uh, asked the woman to stop and then allegedly groped her upper body, meaning them titties. Uh, wait, wait, he said, what? stop at the red light. Did you? Oh my God. It's like that episode in Seinfeld. Remember when Frank was like, I did the cough and the reach around. Yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld, classic Frank. Uh, this driving instructor was like, hit the brakes, airbags, boop, and stuck his face on them titties. All right. The woman whoa, filed whoa, whoa, a complaint, whoa. Uh, complaint with the police the next day. It took her a whole day to file a complaint. Uh, the police said that Tanaka, who was arrested on Friday, has partially denied the allegations. He's like, I only touched one of her titties, not both. Uh, he was quoted as saying he didn't, he didn't uh, indecently touch the woman, but just gave her a shoulder massage because she looked stressed. Okay there, Tanaka. Well, that's what happened to me during my driving test. Yeah. I was like... It's like, Mrs. Saito, I am so stressed. And she's like, well, let me just take off my brows and give you a massage. And I was like, God, I love this school. I'm going to tell everybody about this school. And then the next day, I'm going to report you to the police. I'm going to wait 24 hours. I'm going to wait. Yeah. Well, wait, when did it happen? Did it happen like during the day or something? Or did it happen at night? Because a lot of these schools are like late. You know, they go until 10 o'clock. Actually, some driving schools go until like almost midnight. This one says 2.30 p.m. on August 14th. Yeah, she waited 24 hours. Yeah. She probably like consulted with like friends or something. She's like, 
Yeah, he said, hit the brakes. And then he touched both of my boobs and said, massage. Hit the brakes. <laughs> them titty brakes. <laughs> titty brakes. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, you know, that, that's really fucked up for many different reasons because um, and faders. Okay. Uh, in most countries, getting a driver's license is uh, probably kind of easy and it doesn't cost that much money. But here in Japan, getting a driver's license is a super big deal. It, it Sometimes it takes six months of schooling. You take a test that has like maybe 200. How many questions? Is it 200, 250, 500 questions or some shit? Yeah, something like that. A lot of questions. Yeah, there's like. Like there's tons of questions that you got to answer and stuff. It's like a huge written test. Then you got to take a driving test. It, it's hardcore. It's full on. And it costs thousands upon thousands of dollars. Like the average driving to get a driver's license in Japan costs roughly about like three to $5,000, depending on which prefecture you're in. Right. And, um, if you're if you're American or if you're from some countries and stuff, you can take your driver's license and you can switch it to a Japanese one, but you still got to take the driving test and a short version of the written test, plus like an eye test or whatever. And they should do an IQ test, to be honest. But um, yeah, it's it's not easy. It, there's a lot of paperwork. It takes a long time. I mean, I got my driver's license during Corona and it took me like over. No, it took me almost a year. It took me like eight months or something. Yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, and I don't know. Most people fail their first time they try it, especially if you're used to driving on the right side of the road or left side of the road, because in Japan, it's the yeah. opposite of what we're used to in America. And um, Yeah, I failed. Yeah, and if you have if you have another kind of license, like if you have a, for me, example, I have, for example, in Japan, I have a motorcycle license, which there's two. I have a regular motorcycle and a large motorcycle, which is anything over 400 cc's. And then I also yeah. have a boat license, for driving boats, and I also have a jet ski license. So all you got a jet ski license, bro, bro. I'm Texan, of course. I have a jet ski license. This and then, um, yeah. So all of those things, like Johnny said, are three to five thousand dollars. They don't fuck around with licensing here in Japan. Everybody wants their nickel. You got to give them their nickel. Everybody yeah. wants a piece of the action, man. Yep. Yeah. All right. Next, but that's pretty crazy, man. That. Uh... Yeah. So what's going to happen to this guy? I mean, I'm, well, he's 65 years old. I'm thinking this. I'm thinking this guy basically worked at a company and then he retired. Yeah. And now he's doing this as like a part-time job and he's taking advantage of the system and he's got his pension. Maybe he doesn't care about this job. He's like, fuck this job. I'm taking advantage of this job. I already got my pension. I already been working for a company for years and shit. So fuck this. And he's just being a big, bad boy. How good were them titties? He says, I'm drawn in. <laughs> they're worth they're worth six to well i think you could probably get six months to two years they were six to two years that's that's how good they were in jail yeah, yeah like, exactly i don't care <laughs> he goes to prison he stops washing his hands he's like they were so worth it <laughs> all right that was terrible that was terrible i take that back i don't take that back all right here we go yeah don't do that don't do that if you're a driving instructor uh only Keep your hands to yourself. All right, that's it. That's not as far as I'm going to go. Here we go. Next story. <clears throat> Man arrested for using stun gun on ex-girlfriend robbing her. Okay. Um. Yeah. Listen, if you got an ex-girlfriend or an ex-boyfriend, stay away. Once it's an ex, an ex means fucking done. Finish. Fucking stay away, dude. Doesn't matter. There's plenty of fish in the sea. You just got to fucking look for them. Or plenty of dolphin in the sea. Is that right, Jeremy? <laughs> that's what you did there, man. That was good. That was really good. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not that wasted. All right, the story takes place in Kyoto. Please in Fukuchiyama, Kyoto Prefecture, have arrested a 34-year-old man in suspicion of unlawful entry and robbery after he entered the house of his 33-year-old former girlfriend, girlfriend, aka ex-girlfriend, used a stun gun on her and stole her money and smartphone. Do you think he had a he had a ski mask on? He like like fucking like broke through the door and he had a ski mask on, but he's wearing like normal clothes that he always wears, so she knows exactly who he is. And she's like, "Saito, what the fuck?" He's like, "Uh, oh, I'm not Saito." She's all being stunned or whatever. She's like, "Saito, you asshole." He's like, "I'm not Saito. I'm somebody else." <laughs> Because you want to go for driving lessons? Beep, beep. Uh, all right. According to police, Yuki Kurokawa, whose occupation is unknown, probably because he's a secret agent man, uh, entered the house through an unlocked window at around 7.30 a.m. Friday, Kyoto News reported. That's pretty early on a Friday to rob an ex-girlfriend. I mean, I don't know when a good time is or a bad time is, but 7.30 doesn't sound logical. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Well, he obviously knew her schedule as his ex-girlfriend. He used a stun gun on the woman who was already up, stole about 90,000 yen in cash Damn. and her smartphone before leaving. Give me 90. Dude, this is all fucking. He had a ski mask on. He's like, give me 90,000 yen. She's like, Yuki, you know, all I have is 90,000 yen and it's in the safe right there. You know about it. He's like, I'm not Yuki. I'm somebody else. <laughs> Uh, and her smartphone before leaving, the woman who is not injured used another phone to call uh, 110, a.k.a. 911. Yeah, uh, dude, listen, ex-girlfriends, ex-boyfriends, stay away. Don't go near them, dude, fucking. And don't rob them for a specific number of money. And don't wear a fucking ski mask because they know exactly who you are. <laughs> How shitty was that sun gun, dude? He stunned her, and she still recognized him, and she still called the police on him. Yeah, my ex-boyfriend stole my money. Oh, my gosh. Do you think when the cops showed up at his house, they're like, Yuki, on, the, on your knees, freeze. He's like, it wasn't me. I didn't take the money. I was, it was, it was not me. <laughs> then the stun gun and, and the ski mask falls out of his shirt. Oh my God, fucking some criminals are so fucking stupid. I fucking love it. I fucking love stupid criminals. Without stupid criminals, we wouldn't have this show, Got Fitted Japan. All right, man. All right, man. Next, uh, next uh, story. Okay. Three sent to prosecutor for stealing money from a 30, uh, from 35 vending machines and seven prefixtures. Wow. How did they find them? Back to quarters. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tochigi. Police in Nakagawa Tochigi Prefecture have sent 20, a 21-year-old man and two minors to prosecutors after indicting them for stealing money from 35 vending machines in seven prefectures. According to the indictment, Hyogo Oshima, who works for a who works as a plasterer, and two minors, one male and one female, broke into the vending machines with an iron bar and stole about uh, 550,000 yen. Or five thousand bucks, enough to get a driver's license. Fuck! It all comes together. A lot of money together. Okay, the five hundred fifty thousand yen from April sixteenth to May twentieth. The Kyoto News reported the suspects were arrested after analysis of what surveillance cameras 
And the police said they have admitted to the charge and they are not, and they're quoted as saying they needed the money for living expenses and entertainment. Johnny, what do you think? <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, it, times are tough in Japan right now. I'll be honest. Right now, the yen is garbage. Dude, the yen is so weak right now. People from all over <laughs> Eastern Asia is coming to Japan right now, dude. Myanmar, Thailand, Cambodia. People are coming here on vacation because the yen is so weak, dude. People from like Europe and America and Canada that are in, in the UK, dude, they're coming to Japan, dude. They're living like rock stars. They're staying at the Hilton. They're fucking buying anything and everything they want. But And that's great for them. But for us, people who live here... Things are tough, man. Things are getting really, really, really gnarly, dude. So I, I guess like these kids, you know, they're like in their early 20s or whatever. They're teenagers or late teenagers. They're like, shit, dude. Fucking it's hard to get a job, dude. I get a job and stuff, you know. And if, even if I get a job, fucking rent is hardcore right now. Fucking buying vegetables. Dude, fucking I love broccoli. I buy broccoli. The, co- the, the price of broccoli went up like three times in the last six months, dude. It's fucking so expensive, dude. I, I, can't, I can't believe how... Maybe I should hate broccoli now. I don't know. But it's just like everything's going fucking like way up right on now, right now. So people are doing fucking some crazy shit. And so, yeah, people are breaking into vending machines. I've never heard of anybody breaking into a vending machine and got fit in Japan. Like, I mean, breaking into like bars, diamond shops, fucking car shops, fucking like you name it, fucking name anything. Fucking like I've, I've covered every single robbery, but not a vending machine. Huh? Remember the guys who stole the watches in mid-daylight? What, the, in Ginza? Yeah, 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 yeah. dickheads. Yeah. Ginza, oh, yeah, the fucking the diamond thieves or whatever, the pink panthers. There's yeah. been so many thefts that we've covered and shit. But vending machines... Vending machines are kind of like a like kind of like a Japanese treasure, you know. They're kind of like they're sacred to a degree because there's there's vending machines everywhere and nobody f- really fucks with them. I mean, if you go to like fucking downtown like Shibuya, Ikebukuro, Shinjuku, there's graffiti on them and stuff. But it, moreover, I mean, people just respect vending machines for some reason here. So people that break into vending machines, that's kind of strange, right? This is the first time I've ever heard this story, and that's why I, I included this. I was like, huh. Breaking into a vending machine. And I was curious. I was like, I don't even know how difficult it is to break into a vending machine. I mean, don't do it. Don't do it. Of course, don't do it. That That's a no-no, a big no-no. These guys are going to go to jail or maybe for a long time, by the way. But it's just like, I mean, yeah, that's weird. I never even thought about that out here, even though, I mean, my criminal mind probably should have. <laughs> so if you break into a vending machine, do you get like all the money and then get out all the drinks too? Or is it just straight up money? Um, no, I think they get the panties. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you remember those? I remember panty vending machines. I remember seeing one. I dude faders. If you go way, 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 way back on the Facebook uh, and their Facebook leads and our photos, you'll see uh panty vending machines. And if you go to our Patreon, there's a place in Ikebukuro. No, 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 not Ikebukuro. Well, probably Ikebukuro, definitely Ikebukuro. But there's a place in Akihabara that sells used panties. And they used to selling vending machines at the store, but they stopped using vending machines. Now they just sell like the used panties and like uh, these little like, uh, it looks like fucking beer cans that are see-through. And you get the pictures of the girls, whatever. And they got those, whatever. And you can buy those for like, I, th- I don't even know how much they cost. But whenever somebody comes to Japan, whatever, like one of my friends, I take them to this place. I'm like, hey, look what you can get here. And just to freak them out, you know, just to shock them and get them like, get their, uh, 
get their feet wet in Japan culture in Akihabara, I guess. I don't know. I, I do it for fun. But anyway, so there, there are these places available that you can go to. But uh, yeah, vending machines. I haven't seen like a dirty vending machine in a long time, actually. It's kind of sad. I, I miss here, them. Here in Kyushu, I saw a hamburger vending machine. I saw a, yeah. I saw a fish and chips vending machine. I saw a pizza vending wow. machine. I, I still haven't found a dirty panties one, but, you know, I've always got my eye out for one of those. <laughs> Dude, take photos of those, man. Fucking put them on the Facebook and Instagram. I think I have. Oh, you did? Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. I love the vending machines here. I love the vending machines. I love buying weird shit from the vending machines in Japan. I, I love that, dude. It's, it's fucking fun. It's kind of like a, I don't know, kind of like a weird hobby that I have. But anyway, okay, next story. I'm Your drunk. Turn. I'm rambling. Your turn, brother. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. <clears throat> oh, this story. This is a sad story. Very sad. Okay, here we go. And uh, this is our uh, fifth story. Remember, we have a bonus story, faders. Okay, this story. 65-year-old man, 65 years old. Former, former driving former instructor. <laughs> yep, that's right. He lost his job. And uh, yeah, here he goes. Um, 65, actually, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. 65-year-old man arrested for stalking woman after reportedly pouring fluid on her car after failing her from her driving test. <laughs> Just joking. But no, no, seriously. 65-year-old man arrested for stalking woman after reportedly pouring fluid on her car. This story took place in beautiful Aomori. Aomori is a beautiful place in Japan. I love it. Police in Kuroishi, Aomori Prefecture, arrested a 65-year-old man in suspicion of violating the anti-stalking law after he reportedly poured his bodily fluid on a woman's car. According to police, the suspect is a taxi driver. Oh, the irony. He poured the fluid on the woman's car in a parking lot of her apartment several times on nights between May 4th and May 7th. So several times means 4th, 5th, Six, seventh, four times. Our Morty TV reported. See, I got it in Japan. I like to be specific. No, no, you need to go back and reread that. That's May according to police, the suspect through August seventh. Huh? Oh shit! You're right. May fourth. He's and been August seventh. A lot. Oh my god! Several times. I guess several times can be several thousand times. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Five months. Holy shit, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's a lot. Holy smoke. Dude, I am getting fucking wasted. Here we go. Uh, police said the man and the woman didn't know each other and that the woman had filed a complaint with police when the man would not leave her alone. Listen, faders. I mean, I mean, if you like a girl, if you like a guy, you know, and you, you kind of like throw yourself on there, being like, hey, you know, I kind of like you, whatever. Once they say no, no means no. And there's plenty of fish in the sea. All right. So uh, this guy, he uh, and that's the end of the story. So the guy poured uh, bodily fluids on the girl's car. I I'm assuming it's tears. Tears of a clown. He's like, I'm just uh, so in love with you. I'm just so in love with you. I just can't stop thinking about you, baby. Oh, God. I'm John Travolta. Oh, man. Yeah, I think that's kind of like how he is. Like, not just figuratively, literally. Wait, did you say farts? Cars. Oh, cars? Yeah, there's a lot of cars in this episode. 
I meant cars, but I'm, I might have said farts. What if he literally loves cars? Like, not figuratively. Like, man, I really love that car. No, he literally loves that car. I've seen that porn before. When I was in college, I was the um, was it the Art Institute of San Francisco. Mm. And they had this, uh, it was like, I, I forget the name. It was like a film festival. It was like, it wasn't like Spike and Mike's. It was something completely different, but just equally as bizarre. And it was like all, it was like, it was practically, it was pornographic. It was like extreme pornographic, but it was like twisted pornographic stuff. And uh, we saw a girl masturbating with a car and it was like a, like a broken up car at a fucking junkyard or whatever. And it was like me and my roommates we're all like fucking doormates, actually. It's like fucking like 2000. No, no, 2000 it was like 1996. We're sitting there and stuff. And we're just like, this is the most fucked up shit. And it's like my first like six months in San Francisco. Yeah, I, I think after that, my mind was blown. <laughs> then I was like, I got to start got fit in Japan. But uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, world, people fall in love with a lot of weird shit. The world wants to know, did she come? Yeah, she did. Absolutely. Uh-huh. We saw stormtroopers. There was like a stormtrooper on a beach thing, like a, like some chick in a stormtrooper like outfit. Maybe you'd like that. missing her. I don't know. It's weird, dude. It fucking all right. Uh, the the uh, the Art Institute of San Francisco. Uh, I mean, I don't know about now, but back in the nineties, a lot of weird shit happened there, dude. Like fucking like people like like mutilated themselves for, for over art. Well, anyway, fucking speaking of mutilation, uh. Uh, Faders, we just finished the top five, but we have a bonus story. And thank you very much for uh, listening to us. I mean, I right now, dude, I'm so exhausted. I'm so I'm, I'm I'm sleep deprived. I'm exhausted. I've dealt with so much stress. I had a horrible day. I'm super fucking faded right now. But uh, yeah, I'm still here. You're here. Jeremy's here. And we've got one more story. And this story is the story that you've been waiting for. I've been waiting for the story. Jeremy, do you want to take the reins? I'll do it. I'll do it. All right, folks. Here it is in all of its glory. One man's sex doll museum pushing the limits in Japan's subculture scene. All right, here we go. Yasio, Japan holds a reputation for having some of the world's most eccentric and offbeat subcultures. And one man is pushing the boundaries by transforming his modest two-story home into a private sex doll museum. Located outside of Tokyo, the Yasio Hihokan, which loosely translates to Yasio Adult Museum in English, showcases Yoshitaka's, uh, Yoshitaka Hyodo's personal collection of love dolls. With every inch of his house meticulously arranged down to the smallest detail. The 49-year-old uh, home, the 49-year-old's home in the suburbs of Yasio, Saitama Prefecture, not only contains dolls in various positions and outfits, but also a mesmerizing assortment of other erotica, creepy exhibits, and antique collectibles. Since I was young, I've been fascinated by cyborgs and artificial life forms, and before I knew it, my fate had become intertwined with such things, and my home has become a treasure trove. Uh, Hyoto is quoted as saying, who lives in the home and writes his blog. With his mom. Yeah, with his mom. (laughs) With his mom. Mom, where's my other dildo? I can't find my dildo, mom. 
<laughs> it's in the cereal box, you son of a bitch. I got you Cheerios instead of Wheaties this time because it's a little bit less money. We're trying to save money. <laughs> that was very specific. It was very specific. <laughs> I told you if you don't clean your dildos, you can't keep them in the house. <laughs> we're, so, we're finished with Cheerios. They're just too expensive with inflation here in Japan. It's just too expensive to import them. We're going to get the, the generic stuff from North Korea. We're importing it now. Mom, I just want my. Okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. This story gets much grosser, dude. Hold on. Uh, if you're if you're uh, eating right now, put your shit down. Like you do not want to be eating when you hear this. All right, he says, he's quoted as saying, I purchased around half my collection of the love dolls. The rest I acquired from acquaintances who no longer needed them them because of marriage, caring for parents, or other reasons. What's other reasons? Murder? Prison? (laughs) He has has other people's (laughs) dolls that have jizzed inside those fucking dolls, and they're sitting around his house just dripping on the floor. Oh, Oh, God. Uh, uh, uh. Jeremy, Jeremy, could you yeah. just imagine the scent of that place? Oh, just the, the, the amount of flies and oh. maggots and bed bugs oh. and just creepy crawlers all over the place, dude. Because you know that guy doesn't open the shutters, dude. Fucking, there's there's no fucking natural light in that place, dude. He doesn't get any fucking fresh air in that place. He opens up the front door. And he's like, "Welcome!" And fucking, you walk in. You're just like. Bleh. You're going to puke before you fucking see anything, dude. So gross. That's so gross. It says uh, most of Hyoto's sex dolls are from the Orient industry, a Tokyo-based company that specializes in producing high-quality adult toys since 1977. All right. Good year. <laughs> a, brand new, a brand new sex doll from the firm, which has a reputation for creating products with some of the most lifelike female bodies in the industry, does not come cheap. Easily cost around 700,000 yen or $5,000. That's enough to buy a driver's license, man. Fuck. It all goes full circle. You got a choice. It all goes. You got a choice, Jeremy. You're like, listen, I can get a car. And if I get a car and a driver's license, I can get real girls. Or I can avoid the test and I can get non real girls. Hmm. Or he can also have his friends drop off the ones they no longer need anymore because they're getting married or other reasons. You think they pull up? You think they pull up in a pickup truck and they're like, "Yo, Saito, I got three in the back and they're full." Yeah, okay. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You said you have three in the back. One of these is a dead body. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! I left that one in there. I got two. I got to get rid of this. Mine's still moving. It's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, dude. Jesus, it's so gross, man. It's so gross. The, the article goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, fuck that, dude. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got it, dude. Oh, anyway, yeah. so faders, <clears throat> when you come to Japan, forget about Disneyland. Forget about Disney Sea. Forget about Kitty Land. Forget about like uh, what's the new one that they're going to? Uh, well, Fuji Q, of course. Yeah. Uh, now you got a new museum to go to. A new place. It's a. It's a uh, interactive hands-on museum. Where I'm sure if you pay a little bit extra, you can enjoy the attractions. I'm assuming. I guess I don't know. I might take this too far. Am I making people sick? I just want to I think of myself sick. I want, <laughs> I want to just point out one more thing out of this long article. 
It says, Hyoda yeah. welcomes foreigners to experience what he calls the deepest culture spot in Japan. Yeah. Uh, deepest. Grateful, yeah, adding that he's grateful for <laughs> the... I think, and they do anal. Yeah, <laughs> adding that it's great. He's grateful for the opportunity to interact with people around the world since his health condition pre- prevents him from traveling uh, abroad. So uh, apparently he is having a trouble with his pituitary gland and he's got something called giantism. So put this in your mind, dude. There's a giant man who fucks dolls and has other people's dolls who other people have fucked in his house. And he wants you to come hang out. Hmm. So uh, I wouldn't drink anything at the museum. Yeah. If he's like, hey, uh, we've got we've got beer. Would you like to have a beer? They're like, uh, it's already opened and it, look, there's some bubbly shit in there. Oh, it's called uh, carbonation. Yeah. yeah, I would stay away from that fucking place, dude. That does not seem like a good place. To, out of all the museums. All right, all right. All right. There's a lot of strange museums in Japan that you can go to that are like a unique. And uh, there's one that I'm going to recommend. The Parasite Museum. Oh, uh, Meguro. Yep. Right down the street. Yep. The Parasite Museum is a great museum to go to. Also, there's uh, the, well, I'm actually, the all the art museums in Japan are absolutely fantastic. The ones yeah. in Wano um, are absolutely spectacular. The Megro Statue Museum is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's It'll blow your fucking mind. There's so many museums, so many like ga- art galleries, so much to see in Japan. I mean, if you want to see art shit, like real art shit, I mean, shit, you can come to my, like, art exhibition, dude. Like, Tokyo Art Tank. Dude, I'm getting fucking drunk, dude. I'm like, you want to see some art shit? You know? You want to see the circus? Yeah. But there's so much to see. Is any of your art fuckable? Because in this guy's place, the art's all fuckable. Yeah, none of my art's fuckable. I'm sorry. Ah, You need that guy with the wall. The guy... It's it's sexy. Yeah. I'm gonna I've got a lot of sexy art, but there's no holes in the paintings. No, no, no. I, I don't go there. I don't go there. My 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 stuff has concept. I've got You're concept, active. and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Literally three D, as in three dicks. Is it possible to make an? Wait, wait, wait. Let me just. That's a great idea, actually. Is it possible to take a sex doll, like a realistic live? action sex style painted up to look artistic like instead of like looking like a realistic person you paint it up and make it look not like a cyborg but like a piece of artwork but you don't fuck it of course but you just paint up a sex style like you know because oh, i mean cool. the sex styles right now in japan are fucking like they're super did you they they look real they they're look like real people for five thousand dollars you better get something that looks real that's a draw. Yeah. So I mean, so maybe maybe you can paint something that looks really. I mean, maybe yeah. Maybe, maybe that's it. You got to work on those rules about fucking it, though. You have to let at least one person fuck it. No, dude, you can't do that, dude. Like fucking, like oh yeah, I've got like three, like like uh, what would you call them? Would you call them paint? I got three pieces of artwork, and one has AIDS. <laughs> but if it's it's interactive art, that's it. It's interactive art. It's cultural. Yeah, I don't know. No, I would never do that. I, I don't want to be a part of that. No, I painting a sex style. I would do that. I would paint a sex style, but not like, like a blow up doll, but like an actual like one of the real ones. I'd paint that like in an artistic way, like in my fucking pop six style. But like like the shit that you see be- behind me, 
But I would never, 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 never let this anybody Yodo, touch it after that. This Yodo guy, this guy's got the museum in Saitama. He said his friends are giving him those dolls, man. So he's got a like a, he's got connections to all these people who have. I'm not touching a used doll, dude. No way. <laughs> like, oh, dude, that's so gross. You get syphilis and hepatitis and gonorrhea, maybe warts or fucking, I don't know, scabies or some shit. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Fuck that, dude. No way. That that is fucking that's ugh, that's ill, dude. That's gonna fucking turn my stomach, man. But oh, Jesus Christ! One of these anyway, donate a doll to you, man. Send it to you all sticky and dripping. No, 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 no. Like that one chick's car. No, I don't want uh, that. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, faders. On that note, uh, yeah, it's been a very interesting episode of Got Faded Japan. Thank you very much for tuning in with us. Uh, there's so many ways to support the show. I mean, we said it a million times, but we're gonna say it just one more time. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, we've got TikTok. We've got Twitter or X. We've got Spotify. We've got uh, YouTube. Obviously, for all you guys who are watching us on YouTube. We've got Facebook, we got Instagram, we've got uh, Patreon. You can support us at Patreon. Um, if you go to iTunes, if you're listening to us on iTunes, take like 0.5 seconds and like give us a five-star review and write something groovy. And uh, subscribe to us on fucking on YouTube because fucking YouTube is definitely where it's at. And if you subscribe to us and you tell a friend to subscribe to us and you write something groovy, it really, really, really hooks us up and it's super fucking awesome, man. It really helps us out and we love you for that. So definitely do that and uh faders thank you so much for hanging out with us dude i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be really really honest i was i wasn't fucking joking i was in such a fucking bad mood dude i was i was blowing my fucking lid i, I was not i wasn't gonna do a podcast today i wasn't gonna do it. i was like so fucking pissed off i was like god i'm so fucking pissed off if I, i'm some motherfucking threatening to sue me i've got these fucking people bust my balls i'm fucking doing cheap shit for them all this fucking shit and i've got so many paintings to do and and then that's my job this is my job i love to do this this is part of like my life you know but it's just like i was so fucking stressed it's just like all this shit and those fucking very or oh, large tourists overweight tourists they were giving me some shit on the train that that was a little over the top and shit. I came home, I had some shit. But the thing is, I gotta say, right now I feel great. I feel great, man. And I hope, I hope if you're if you're fucking feeling bad today, if you had a fucked up day, you're dealing with your fucking like job, your neighbors, your wife, your fucking brother, your family, all that shit, whatever. And it fucking it was driving you to the end of the rope, and you're getting really pissed off, and you're gonna do some fucking heinous. But instead, you listen to Got Fitted Japan. You have some drinks with us, and you fucking listen to all our fucking stupid nonsense, all our fucking ridiculous news. You listen to us getting fucking wasted and shit, and and you're just like, oh man, I'm fucking. You're like, right now, you're just fucking hanging out with us. You're like, oh, I feel fucking great, dude. Fucking, that's awesome. I'm fucking awesome. I felt, I'm so happy for you, and I'm so happy that you did that, and I'm so happy to do this with you. You know, so I'm so happy that we're doing this together. We're just fucking just letting off steam having some fun, having some drinks. And uh, after this, we just go to bed and fucking, yeah, dude, tomorrow's a better day. On that note, Jeremy, what do you got? <laughs> uh, nothing, bro. You you, you took it up. You, you, you said everything that needed to be said. Uh, good night, faders. Go fuck yourselves. My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. <laughs>
Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.